Back to Something Gate. I'm Jared. I'm Steve. I'm joined by. Hi, it's Summer. And Ken. And our ever present third host. How's it going, guys? Thank you very much for coming back and listening to this episode. Um, we kind of wanted to do this episode last week, but instead we decided to wait till at least the majority of us saw the movie. This is pretty much going to be a Something Gate giant sized. You know, in the style of Batman vs. Superman, Nerd Rage, Point Two. But we're going to be talking about Suicide Squad and a couple other things I wanted to go over. So, I don't see much reason to not just jump right into it. Because I'm sure we're going to have plenty enough to say, and we're going to have plenty enough to talk about. So, as we tend to do on the episodes that are on the Disease Network, such as You're Going to Get a Disease and Um That Just Happened, we like to go around the table first off and give it a rating. Okay, so, Steve, what do you give it out of four? Four stars. Out of four stars? Yeah. What the kind of rating is that? Okay, so, I mean, I, I prefer to go with a zero to ten. Like, you're at two, and it's already a terrible movie. Like. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, what do you think, man? I mean, what would you get? Or pick, pick any numbering system and, and ex- explain where you think it falls. Um, give it out of ten angsty Jared Leto's. <laughs> out, out of ten, I would give it a four. A four? Okay. So, so an F. You would, you would rate it as a fail. Fail, yeah. Okay. Summer? I would give it a four as well. Wow. Jumping yeah. on Steve's bandwagon. Claire, have you seen anything of the previews? What do you, what would you expect? I know you're not going to have a lot to put into this, but you're going to at least be able to talk about it from... It's okay. Jared Leto hasn't seen it either, so <laughs> she has just as much opinion as he does. Um, I, I, I was excited because the soundtrack seemed fucking awesome. More, more on that later. <laughs> um, but it sounds like, from what everyone says, it might not be so worth my time. But I tend to not be as harsh a judge in these cases because I don't have any super strong feelings about how something should be done. There's very few things out there that I have super strong feelings on. I was thinking about this today at work. One of the icebreakers for a thing that we were doing was talk about a time where you have done something that puts you out of your comfort zone. And I put myself out of my comfort zone so often in so many little ways that I, it took a while for me to like think of something and actually it was something that... Where are you going with this? I'm just going like, I don't... I, I She's not, not going to be harsh on it is what she's trying yes. to say. Okay. I'm I was like, okay. No, I was just kind of going along the path of like, I tend to not be a person that is super like A or B. I'm right. a middle of the road person all the time, which is why when they ask me a question about a time where it's I out of my you. comfort zone, there's not... I'm so gray on everything that there's Claire's not. Just, Claire's just like, I'm chill. So I'm chill. She's going to be like the Heidi Klum. Like, she's, she's not going to really give one way or another. Yeah. Fair enough. I am, I'm the Heidi Klum. I relate more to Paula. When, Duel, Claire, so. when, you give, when you give HR presentations, please tell me you have your dolphin with you. I wish I did. And you say shit snacks. <laughs> At least once. I'm still super excited about our CHRO contain, um, damn it, and... I think he might have said shit. He said, he said two swear words and Brad had her thing. It was awesome. I was like, this is why I work here. Ken, what did you think about the movie? Um, I, I'd give it a little higher, probably like a 5.5. 5. 
Okay. Um, I actually gave it, like, on a 0 to 10, I gave it a 7. I gave it a solid C. It's not a 7-1. I actually, uh, I actually, believe it or not, I actually thought the movie was good-ish. It was, it was, <laughs> it was nothing to write home about. It was nothing, but I, there were things I didn't like, but there were things I did like. So, so now, hang on, five? wait. Before before we get into that, I just want to get into like how Jared has converted this one to ten system on the American grading scale, which kind of skews the ratings towards the high end a little bit. Absolutely, like a C I would not qualify as a seven. A C is a five. An F is a zero. <laughs> it's my rating scale. I do what I want. <laughs> you got something in your teeth. Um. So, it's on the podcast now. <laughs> you, couldn't, you couldn't just mime it and point. That's okay. He can edit it out later. Yeah, we'd like you all to remember to play this Something Gay drinking game. Steve, what are the rules of Something Gay drinking game? I forgot. You go through it. All right. Something Gay drinking game is that whenever I make an Archer reference, or Steve makes an Archer reference, or whenever I say edit, we invite you, as long as you're of legal age to drink, take a drink with us. Uh, this evening we are having a nice couple cold beers and a couple glasses of beautiful, beautiful Gentleman Jack whiskey and a and, can of wine <laughs> and a high class <laughs> can of wine. Can of it's wine. pink, pink fuzzy Moscato. Yes, it is fizzy. fizzy it is Moscato. estrogen fuel, just like ladies' big pens or ladies' razors. <laughs> <laughs> so my my follow up question to the rating, I've asked everybody that's seen it that gave me a number. I wanted to know. Did you like it better or worse than Batman vs. Superman? Steve. Didn't see Batman vs. Superman. Fair enough. I also didn't see Batman vs. Superman (laughs) because I refused to. Ooh, I have a good point about that. Please write a little jot a note because there's something I want to bring up about that. They're all pointless. Like, how can you adequately rate these movies if you don't go and see them, even if they're terrible? Okay, no, then I'm just going to say it now. Okay, spoiler alert. All of the bitching on every podcast that anyone has talked to me about, about Batman versus Superman, people bitch about the whole, like, Martha thing, like, oh, now that both both our moms are Martha, we're friends. Not one fucking person told me Superman died. (laughs) Not one person mentioned it. No one talked about it. That movie is so bad that a critical character died and nobody cared to talk about it. Find anywhere where they talk about BuzzFeed, it doesn't talk about it. Hold on, hold on. Everybody knows that he dies yeah. in the end. That's, no one, the, that's the plot. That's, that's the, the plot. entire... Didn't know. Didn't know. Until you told me. Didn't really? know until after watching Suicide Squad and somebody was So like, you yeah. thought Doomsday was going to be in a movie and not kill Superman? Yes, I did. So did I, which is why I gave them which I find for doing it. Which I find surprising for you, because you always like to bring up the fact that Superman gets punched to death by Doomsday. Like, like a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> which that was... If, it's, if I knew Superman died, I would have gone and seen the movie. By the way, I heard Batman vs. Superman, the Ultimate Edition, is the, is the one to watch. That's what... Uh, Emily was saying. So, I, I made the note. Is that note now over? Yeah, that note's over. I'm okay. just saying. Like, that just <laughs> blew, my, blew my fucking mind. Did you see the Batman vs. I, I actually did, because I actually go okay, see Okay, so you didn't get the fuck off the podcast. We're going to talk about it now. Go oh, fuck yourself. <laughs> um, We're going to talk about Suicide Squad, not Batman vs. Superman. I, I would rate... Um, two Marthas. I would rate Suicide Squad <laughs> to be um, better than Batman vs. Superman. 
Um, one, it was shorter, the Batman versus Superman. <laughs> I mean, there was like there was like an hour of unnecessary storyline in Batman versus Superman. So I, everything that, Ben Affleck did. That's that's why I'm qualified. Ben Affleck was an awesome Batman. I did I did like him as Batman in Suicide Squad. He was an awesome. Batman. He does a really good job as Batman. I was bored. He was he is the best Batman today. Uh, yes. <laughs> no. I already know it's going to be better. New is Michael, always better. Michael Keaton forever. <laughs> um, first of all, Batman vs. Superman is going to be better for so many reasons. And um, many of those are, um, hello, um, Alfred was amazing. Did you Jeremy see Batman vs. Superman? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Alfred was amazing. Yeah, Duh. Um, Batman, who, who played Batfleck? Alfred? Jeremy, Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons. Batfleck was great. Um, Batfleck was in Suicide Squad. Well, okay, it's got one thing there. I'm just um, saying. <laughs> Uh, uh, Gal, uh, Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. Oh, she's my her lady costumes, crush. She's beautiful. Her costumes fucking rocked. Oh, you mean DC Captain America? So, so you so far qualified that the characters were good and the costuming was good. You haven't mentioned anything about the storyline of the entire movie. <laughs> well, I expect the the plot of Suicide Squad to be as terrible, if not worse. No, than I'll, I'll get Superman. to that. No, yeah, it, well, it was, that's okay. So let's where, just where Suicide Squad does have the lovely, lovely. Um, uh, oh my God! What's her name? Margot Robbie, right? Playing Harley Quinn. And unfortunately, Batman vs Superman had Amy Adams in there, oh, yeah. looking old as. Who was the chick that I said Margot Robbie looks like the other night? Oh, she, she looks, looks like, like the new um, age. Jamie Priestley. Uh, yeah, new, ja- new totally She's like new Jamie Priestley. Priestley. Yeah. she is. Totally she looks right. exactly Jamie Priestley from oh, back back in the day when she was on another teen movie. Yeah, they the, the, you could put her oh, in the Harley Quinn. They look identical. If she was, if you put Jamie Priestley and Harley Quinn in that outfit, they Let's would look like. Let's play left or right. Oh, left or right. Ooh, Jamie Priestley. She's more my age. What? <laughs> Not really. It's, it's a Tinder joke. Right well, oh. like, like, would you swipe left, left or left or right? I'll okay. pull them up for you. No, it's not actually Tinder. It's just actually oh, well, yeah, left, right left, 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 left or right. Left picture right. or right picture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Margot Robbie mm-hmm. or Robbie. Jamie Priest? Robbie. Is 1B. Mm. Which one's Jamie Priestley? Jamie Priestley? From uh, My Name is Earl. And oh, okay. another teen movie. She's the. She's the. And check looks just like Margot Robbie. cheerleader. <laughs> oh, yes. she's, her new show she's on is Mom. Um, Ken doesn't watch that. Hold on. It's so cute, though. It has um, Anna Ferris and <laughs> yeah. the, the lady that plays... Jamie Presley. That's it. Jamie Presley. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Margot Robbie older. I have to get a picture of her without short hair to put next to her. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Jamie Presley, actually. Actually, yeah. Hold yeah, on. Let's, let's, let's go back. Yeah, yeah let's go. It, with her current, like how she is now, yeah. Are you trying to tell me that that couldn't pass for Margot Robbie right now? Yeah, I want to totally. see. I want to see. That is... That, Looks exactly like Margot Robbie. Mm. I put Margot Robbie. I also pick Margot Robbie. That's fine. Oh. Anyways, can we get back to trashing Suicide Squad? Hand check. Mine are in my pants. Thank you. <laughs> and she plays yes, we can. So well. We can totally go back to trashing Suicide Squad as I look at pictures of Jamie Presley. Anyway, so I'm gonna turn it over to you, the people that did not like the movie. I'm gonna say that I'm probably the only person at the table that liked the movie of, in, in any way. I was I was nonplussed by it. Like I enjoyed the experience, but I I definitely recognize that it could have been better. Okay, I'm gonna start out with what I did like from it. I did like Ben Affleck's cameos as Batman. I thought he did a perfectly serviceable job as Bruce Wayne and as Batman. He's no Michael Keaton, but... I really liked Killer Croc's 
if it was makeup effect, if it was CGI, I couldn't tell. Yeah, and that, that was that's, really good. And that's you know, good effects to me, even though he was a lot shorter than I would have expected him. He to was a, he was a smaller dude, but I thought like I thought the way that he looked, it really worked. Yeah, out. he he conveyed he conveyed power. He conveyed men, conveyed menace. I I thought that was excellent. Um, I thought they were going to really screw it up too, and I thought they did a really good job with it. I think he did. He was fine as part. He's of, very believable as, as part yeah. of as part of this. I hesitate to call it an ensemble, but it's part of this menagerie group. Yeah, of, of things. Yeah, that, that, that's a good, you know, that's a good one. Five dollar words. <laughs> you mean Margot Robbie, Will Smith, and the other guys? Yeah, yeah. The cornucopia. Um, I thought, of I thought he was. I thought he was fine. Unfortunately, that's about where my compliments are going to stop. Um, I felt insulted by this movie because it was so. Redundant, and it talked down to you so much that I was pissed off by the time it was over. There is so much rehashing and flashbacks that I was just like, "We fucking get it." You called Will Smith a killer for hire four times. We get it. He's an assassin. You called Harley Quinn crazy like eight times. We fucking get it. You make your point. You don't celebrate it. And it was just blatant that they're hammering all this shit home. And I thought it was extremely sexist. I thought they were going to do Harley Quinn justice. And the fact that they have her like half naked half the time and everybody's staring at her tits and ass, I think is insulting to her character and to women in general. Like the whole fucking parade ground stops when she's changing her clothes, not really going to happen. Just fucking dumb. And it's like... Oh, look, there's a girl on the team. Did you see the girl? I... Did, did you see the girl? There's a girl on the team, Summer. Did you notice? As a... And as, she's crazy and pretty. Right. Did you notice as, that she's crazy? As a woman... she's funny. I wasn't offended by it, I will say, but I'm probably a bad person for that. Um, I'm sure I'll get <laughs> a lot of hate. I just thought... And I thought it was poorly edited. To be to be fair, I'm gonna. Um, this is from the new the new Fifty Two Harley Quinn. This is her costume in the comic books. So with that, I feel they did like she she's dressed pretty scantily in the new. Com- I'm not. Comic I'm not book even. Run of I'm Suicide not even Squad. saying the way that she's dressed. You can sexualize a character. That's fine. But again, you don't have to fucking hit people over the head with it like it's a yeah. goddamn two by four. Like with there, a mallet or a hammer. Well, exactly. there was one scene that really, one editing scene that I did think that was way unnecessary when she was killing one of the little weird men or whatever. And she did the Black Widow thing where she like flipped her hair and had the baseball bat? No, no, actually wait, it was later on when she was going to kill the crazy bitch or whatever and she like goes oops sorry and it pans from below and it's literally like an up the ass bottom shot for like four or five seconds of literally just fleshy undercurve didn't need to be there don't mind it didn't need to be there <laughs> yeah, and i just i thought it was terrible the the way the story progressed even even how it started with you know Waller flipping through the things. Okay, first we have Deadshot, and we go through this fucking musical montage of Will Smith as Deadshot. I didn't mind that. And then you do the exact same thing with Harley Quinn, and I was like, those would be cool as like, kind of like the bonus scenes or like after credit sequences for other movies leading up to this. I don't think it worked well in your actual narrative. And the fact that you had, like, three points where you flash back to Flag's relationship with the Enchantress, 
it's just like we fucking get it. And if you would have saved that till the end and had that be a reveal, it would have been a lot more interesting to me to try and figure out his motivation through out the movie instead of it just being like, okay, he's in love with this girl who turns into a witch, and again, we make the point, and then we beat you over the face with it several times. I think she was terribly cast. Um, She was awful. Um, When when she was full enchantress in the beginning, and I don't know if that's the same actress that played her or if it was a different actress... Or, like, I can't... When she was creepy as fuck? When she was creepy as fuck, the makeup was on point, she looked great, the acting, everything. But, God help me, when she got all the power, and then they had her up there doing her weird Calypso sway dance... When she's building a machine that was all made out of energy? Energy... That one, the dancing was ter- the director should have stopped and been like, "Bitch, what you doing? Like, you look crazy." But also, too, all of a sudden, like her, all her makeup goes away, and she just has this incredibly CGI looking face. Like, I don't know if it was on, too much makeup cre- or on CGI creepy, on the creepy body. On the creepy body, just, like to you, be fair, but makeup- terrible. Her brother had a creepy CGI face too. But but the thing is, is yeah, creepy CGI everything. Yeah. And, <laughs> Like, Don't get me. He was well overdone. They took the actor's face and put it on the CGI monster. Like, but, but she, like, they lost... That was better Scorpion King. It's like they tried to <laughs> that make was, her... That was in the infancy of CGI. <laughs> right. They tried That's to... Not even. They tried to... It's like they tried to make her pretty. And, like, if they had kept her... She looked like that creepy motherfucking monster the whole time, but then you made her maybe, like, glow to show she's more powerful, rather than, like, pretty... Like... It lost all effect. It was stupid. It was comical. And the entire time I was like, somebody stop this bitch because I don't want to watch her wiggle anymore. And the the fact that her brother is knocking fucking helicopters out of the sky and destroying tanks and Humvees with, like, his crazy tentacles and he can't beat these fucking Jagovs? No. Oh, I, I have a, I have a point about that, but I, I can hold that until it gets to me. Like, I just thought it could have been a lot better if, like, you started at the bar scene where they're all drinking and talking about Diablo, and that was the other thing. Oh my god, you killed your kids. You gotta own that. How many... No, what the fuck was that shit? For the record, I did not like the kill the kids scene. I just want to go on record. I was just... I Oh, god, how fucking cliche and just... dumb can you be with this shit? Just terrible. Terrible all the way through. And, as anybody who knows anything about rescue tactics go, if you go to secure a building, you land on the top of the building and go down. You don't land six blocks away, fight your way to the building, then go up it to then get another helicopter to take you away. (laughs) Oh, you mean when they got knocked out of the sky and then went six blocks? Where the fuck were they going? Oh, I have a comment about that, too. Okay. Go, make a comment. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. Ken? Oh, is it my turn? You're a guest. You can go first. Okay. Um, I'm going to be the, uh, you know, voice of reason in all this craziness. So, um, like Steve, I'll start off with what I enjoyed. I really enjoyed all the characters. I feel like, um, save Enchantress, um, I think everybody did a really great job of bringing that character to the the movie scene. Um, They, I, I feel like everybody did a really great job on that. My major problem with the movie um, is in the editing of it. You can definitely tell that movie was, like, chopped to hell. Um, Bits and pieces are just kind of stacked together and made to kind of force feel to fit. And then they jam um, emotional backstories into 
unnecessary places. So like with with Katana, um, Katana stuff was pointless. Like she she's kind of brought in as an afterthought in my in my feeling of it. Um, she's just thrown in, been like, hey, this is Katana. We're introducing another character yet yeah, again. It's like Jesus Christ, how many people? And, and I'm the, sorry, bringing crying. and bringing in Slipknot just to kill him. Okay, I want I know you want to establish the point that they're you know expendable. But then, have the, but then have the balls to kill off somebody who, quote, quote, air quote, matters. Can I, can I say, pop in real quick? <laughs> is that I was sitting there watching her presentation on all the people on the team, and I'm like, who the fuck is the picture of that guy? Because yeah. like, Slipknot is on the picture. I'm like, they haven't showed that guy yet. Yeah. And he showed up. I'm like, oh, here's the guy who can climb anything. I'm like, that, that guy's dead. his introduction. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he can climb anything. So that's super fucking useful. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, cool. Is he going to be like be able to like, climb shit? He's like, no. I was like, Wee! Like throws a cord. Yeah, he has light. he has the ability to shoot a string at something and climb up it. Hmm. Who does this remind us of? So Do they could be fucking sisters, by the way. I want to fuck them as sisters. <laughs> I I would get that threesome in a heartbeat. I would still pick Elizabeth Banks. Foursome. I would do that foursome. So yeah. Allison Brie. Anyway, well, <laughs> it's a lot of old blonde love. With Katana thrown in, she's she's given good representation through like half the movie. She's a badass. She kills things with her sword. It's established early on that her sword captures the souls of people that it's she kills. It's established twice. Why no, does she I'm have getting, to cry in the I'm subway? Getting, I'm getting to that. So it's established early on in her character when she's randomly introduced that her sword can... Yeah, when she just, the when she just walks she up to the helicopter as it's taking off, and then and then later on in the movie they reestablish again that her sword's captured capture souls of people that it kills but this time it's got her husband's soul in it and she talks to it and cries now like through the entire movie she's being like this silent badass and then all of a sudden that she's like trying to jam in this emotional backstory for her um same with the bar scene with uh diablo, uh, diablo. um uh, his his kid story in the comic books was established way early on with his introduction and backstory and I don't know why they didn't do that at the beginning. And then, like, towards the very end of the movie, they try to, like, actually make you care about this character when throughout the entire movie he's essentially done nothing. Yeah, um, it's, it's, like... And then... I can't even... Like, there's, there's an art to introducing a badass character. And if you want to build to that badass character, like, the whole thing of showing him incinerating the prison yard... I thought was stupid. Like you could have just talked I, about that. I completely and... missed it. Like the, they, I heard them talking about it. I completely missed right. the fact that he incinerated the yard. And like it was that. I quick. was, I was thinking about the movie Tombstone, and Val Kilmer and Michael Bean's characters, uh, Doc Holliday and Johnny Ringo, respectively. Uh, I forgot Michael Bean was in that movie. Yeah, I forgot he, that he was in that movie because he's, he's not Michael Bean in that movie. I he's know, Doc I forgot and. They they make an excellent point where, you know, in their own commentaries, they say it's great because we don't have to do anything because all the other characters are talking about what badasses these two are, and they don't do anything until the end. Right. And you just know that when they go badass, they're going to go badass. God, that he was Johnny Ringo. Yeah. And they had him, like, they, they kept I want to watch that movie now. I completely forgot that. They would be like, he's quiet, you know and then it's like, boom, he incinerates everyone. And now he's quiet, and then, boom, let me show you what I can do, and I'm going to take out this yeah. wall. And then his end right. thing. It's like, you kept, like, river and uh, It was pointless. I have, I'm going to 
talk about that too. And you wouldn't have had to incinerate those people who were on the floors above you if you'd have started at the top of the building. Well, also too, can we talk <laughs> about the tactics? I'm, it's really annoying in comic book movies now. The 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 henchmen that seemingly are indisposable and nothing can kill them, and then all of a sudden you can kill them <laughs> with a headshot. But like they just keep, it's like it's gratuitous, but like it's just for fighting. Not like it's, but like all it is is like, okay, we're gonna have these little black guys, and you're gonna like, you know, shoot them and shoot them and kill them, and then all of a sudden it's like, wait, I can defeat them. Let's incinerate them all just to fight to get to the top. Okay, so wait, I can see the new thing of being with Summer about black guys. <laughs> no, shut up. <laughs> they're like they're like the little rock people. So would you have been happier if they blew up a school? Let me. <laughs> I hate you. Uh, so let me ask you this question. Do you feel the movie would have been better with a different driving plot? Such as, so let, let me, so the way that I thought about this movie, okay? Because I saw it, and I walked out of it, and I went, huh. I was like, I don't, I didn't know what to feel. Because, like, I felt like I got my money's worth. I felt like I saw comic book characters on screen, and I had my soda and my cheesy pretzel thing. I was happy. Okay? But I walked down and I go, where does this fall? Where does this rank? Right? And I went, how was the character development? I liked the character development in this movie. Aside from a couple of characters. Okay? Then I also thought back on what I didn't like about the movie. The biggest part of this movie that I did not like was unfortunately the largest part of the movie, which was the driving plot of the movie. Okay. The script. So, so there was I a script. They just it. cut it up and then picked up pieces of it. Like this goes here. This goes here. <laughs> Who mixed up all the pages? Okay. It's like they. Had, it's like they had so, an oscillating fan. <laughs> they were so, all blindfolded. They're like, if you finish this puzzle, you can make this movie. You can so, go home. So let me ask you this. So hypothesize, pontificate, whatever you would call it. So think about this for a minute, okay? Take take this movie. Okay, and remove the Enchantress flag and that plot. Okay, and put something that they can actually handle in this movie as in a group of henchmen that are actually from this world doing something that you would actually send psychotic humans to deal with. You mean like they did in season two of Arrow when they did the Suicide Squad, quote-unquote, correctly? But what I'm saying is... I thought about this movie and about the character. So this movie, to me, I, I thought about it, and I was like, this was Deadshot and Harley Quinn's movie. Yeah. Okay? Which, and then I was like, okay, I'm good with that. There was some other cool character development. There was some also some bad, I, like, for instance, Diablo's character, I think if you didn't put them in that situation, that wouldn't have had to happen. He would have been a fun character to, like, being the brooding, like, emo Mexican guy. Would have been fine, right? Super stereotypical. I... So, do you know what I'm saying? Like, so if I you do. take this movie and you take this bad, so, so the bad part about this movie to me was not the movie overall. It was the main driving plot of this movie, which is, granted, something you don't want to be your worst it's, part. It's that's <laughs> like the main. It's it's one it's one of the biggest thing that irritates me about DC movies is where whereas Marvel can take take a property. They they stick pretty well to the, like what the property is, and then they add their own touches into it for like a story arc. Whereas right. DC, like they take a character and try to make their own story. Like right. the like if DC had realized like, all right, this is a property we need to like get our shit together. 
let's take the comic book story arc, any one of them, there's several iterations of the Suicide Squad and use that story and add our own touches and change things, make right. it make it into a movie property, then they would have been in a much better place rather than like, hey, let's have the Suicide Squad fight the Enchantress, that'll be fun. Um, then just kind of pull stuff out of their asses from there. That I, That's where they kind of lost... The, the pacing from here. DC has not been good at coming up with their own story. No, they because do like... they're trying too hard. Like, DC is not Marvel. Either good, bad, or indifferent. It's not good for comic book movies as a whole. I'm happy because I'm a Marvel guy. But right now, DC is looking at Marvel just collecting this cash and they're throwing anything at the wall that they can to see what sticks. They're getting star and power, pretty faces, and they're just, a they're and hope, a story. They're hoping that it will jive together, and it's not. DC puts out like their movies are the equivalent of like bad porn parodies for comic books, because people will watch them and people pay for them. Exactly, people pay to see a character. That's what we're going to talk yeah, about later. Good. Right? <laughs> People pay to see characters that they like, but it's like if you if you bought, like, you know, instead of buying your daughter Barbie, you buy her, like, Farbie. She's just like Barbie, okay, but so, not quite but, like But only three city. I'm going right. to jump in because, I'm going to jump in real quick because Claire hasn't said anything. I wonder what you had to say, and then I want to I want to change, now that I brought that part up, I want to change topic immediately to the thing that I think is the most polarizing fact of the movie. Wait, but can I, can I mention? Yes, go ahead, real All quick. Right. Um, last word. Last right. word. The the biggest thing that I had a problem with was the secondary main villain. He's like Steve said, this badass throughout the entire movie, yep. shooting out things that can I instantly atomize things. And then they get Diablo for some reason to all of a sudden like fight this guy. He turns into this awesome beast. It's a cool scene. Like they're fighting, they're going at it. Diablo looks like he's gonna get beat, and they set a bomb off, and that's what kills this guy. Like. That's just insane to me yeah, that, like, like... It's sad that the Suicide Squad is actually Flagsmen and not the actual Suicide like, Squad. Like, right. you can kill this badass character with a bomb that's underneath in a subway, underneath layers of concrete, you blow it up under his feet, and this... this but the guy that turns into a not fire some, Not some fire god. <laughs> the fire god can't kill this, but a bomb underneath his feet is all right. What were you going to say, Claire? All right, go ahead, sorry. I, wasn't you were, I thought you were jumping in trying to say something. Okay, so let's talk about. I thought no, I thought you were. So let's Mama talk about like real quick. Minutes. How much did you guys love the performance of the best Joker we've seen yet? No. Oh my god, shut up! All right, no, I I I agree. Like slap him right now. Stop. No, no, it, no, no. Jared Leto did a good representation of a Joker. He didn't nope. like it was it was it. If they had done the universe and storyline correctly, this Joker would have fit in well with this universe as like. The gangster kind of. But, but, but. Wait, no, 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 Stockholm Syndrome relationship. fucking electrocuted her. I think that's pretty fucking but abusive. But there's, there's two in particular scenes where I wish they would have made different choices for him. One is the scene when they're in the helicopter where Harley's finally been rescued by the Joker and the helicopter is getting shot down and um, Harley falls out. Correct. He, yeah. he pushes her out. 
he pushes her out. Well, to save her. Yeah. Which, but it doesn't really look like he pushes her out. You have it, to, it looks, like, like, she it looks falls, like she falls. It looks like she falls out, so that wasn't really established well to begin with. But even if that is the case, he pushes her out to save her. That's not a behavior trait of the Joker. The Joker would either um, betray her and push her out and not give two shits about it, or Jump out I would have used her to break her, his fall. I yep. would have wished the Joker had fallen out of the aircraft and then come back later and gotten, when he was rescuing Harley from the prison, been super pissed off okay, that she okay. abandoned so him. So what I'm saying is... He should have pushed her into the so, back. So that's the, my big so one. So the problems... So that's so go with me here, okay? The problems that were with the Joker, with the story that was provided. Right. His portrayal of that character was the exact perfect portrayal of the psychopathic Joker. Okay, not the sociopathic one right. that you have from Heath Ledger. Right. Not the not the overall comic one that you get from Jack, uh, Nicholson. Jack Nicholson, which was a, I mean a great portrayal. I don't like Heath Ledger's Joker, but Heath Ledger's Joker is a different. They are all playing different personality types with this Joker. I thought that this portrayal of the Joker was the perfect psychopath. It fit for the one the that movie. just the one that just fucking breaks. Right, right. right. That's like fine doing everything and Can just I snaps. Point out the elephant in the room. Sure. Shitty fucking writing. And Absolutely. Terrible editing. Yeah, it is. It's shitty fucking writing and terrible editing. Like, and this you brought up Batman and you brought up the last Joker. So it's gonna go up to it. Nolan's Batman series is a bullshit Batman series. It's not about Batman. Fuck that. Secondly, Heath Ledger would never have gotten the, the fame he did off that role if he didn't kill himself. Yep. End yep. of story. Oh yeah. Go back and watch it. Yes, he he does his character well. It's not that great. You want to talk about a Joker growling? How about that one? Yeah. Right. Sorry. Best Joker has to be in the Dark Knight cartoons. Those two. Oh, the Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises? Yes. Oh, those were awesome. No, Fuck Dark Knight Rises Part 1 2, the cartoon was yeah, great. Yeah, the cartoon was great. Now, mind you, it's the one two, Mark but... Hamill? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Great writing, great voice acting. One of yep. That's my favorite film. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that uh, I hate Jared Leto. Why? Jesus I think Leto. Be, well, because he's a douche. First off, attend one of his concerts, you'll regret it immediately. Like Why? he's. Why would you? Because it was a like there were other. Thirty bands. Seconds to Mars is a good band. Okay, if he let them play any music, but I literally that concert, his entire set, they played maybe six minutes of music the whole time. Jared Leto talked for all of it. He would start a really? song, he would stop, he would talk, he would start a different song, he would talk. At one point, literally, people were like booing him to. It was like Monty Python, like get on with it. And then they start playing one of their like more What's famous the songs. I cannot attack? remember. Um, yeah. I yeah, think so. I think so. And like everyone's getting into it, they're and singing, it's great, and during, he stops during the major buildup of that song where it's like going into the crescendo and it's about to break, and then you're just, and you're just waiting. Like, yeah. He's like, hang on, and he stops. Let's talk about squirrels. No, he stops to what was it? To, he he to, wants to thank all the concession people. Yeah, like thank the concession people and the people selling T-shirts outside. They're doing a great job. And he then he spends like ten minutes talking about how the concession people are doing a great job there. At one point, he yelled at people for being on their phone. Like, I mean, just like, and I was like, "They're on your phone because oh, you won't." Oh, so good for you. Because you won't, you won't play music. Like, it was a bunch of angry Lincoln Park fans. He came out wearing this like white robe with his like hair and just oh like Jesus. So like Lyle. him as a person <laughs> is his him as a person is self indulgent. So aside from that, Joker, talk about but Joker. His Joker his Joker was good. It was the okay. the writing didn't let him push 
I think as far as it should have, because I think he should have been more abusive boyfriend, lifetime movie style, like psychopath. They bringing in that lovey dovey aspect. Steve is dying to talk. It's so cute. (laughs) Bringing in that lovey dovey aspect is what I think actually ruined it more. Hate him, but I thought it was a decent. The best scene in that movie to explain the best scene in that movie to explain Harley Quinn and Joker was was the club scene. No, no, it wasn't. Yes. No, the best scene was her was when the enchantress like gave her the vision of what she could have. Well, that was for Harley's perspective. I agree, but I also feel that that's how he would be if he wasn't broken. I thought I I saw it from both characters' perspective. You know, it's what she wanted. The reason she hangs around is because that's what he ultimately wants to. See, I always thought the club scene was I thought the club scene was the best scene because it showed it oh, made that explained that. Because it made no sense. It was so it was so like, you know, you like my woman? Yeah, you can have her. No, you can't have her. Boom up like it, it was it was crazy, it was maniacal, and it was illogical. In a a beautiful port like it summed up those two characters I call right it away. Steve, Steve sir. All right. So, <laughs> All right, idiots. <laughs> <laughs> rabble, rabble. Grandpa Steve here. Jared Leto's performance was acceptable. The Joker, as written as, quote-unquote, a modern-day gangster, did relative justice to the intent of having the Joker in this movie. That said... unnecessary part. Oh, absolutely. No, 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 yeah, I think that's a great... You you don't need him in this movie at all. Gone. It's not relevant. without the 25 minutes of Harley's backstory, that's 25 more minutes that you could do something fucking useful. But then again, you would need to have something useful to fill that time. You need something useful to do. Yes. (laughs) So, let me ask you that. I know that... I believe that point is 100% correct. Like... That this that's why I think this movie is even more just a movie about Deathstroke and Harley Quinn. Uh, dead dead shot. Whatever. Dead Deathstroke. Death. Yeah. Yeah, Slade yeah. Wilson would have been much preferable to see so, this movie. So let me ask you this next question, which I had in my head and I know I lost it. Um, I was going somewhere. Yeah, I was going somewhere. I was talking about the unnecessary uh, part of the character. Oh, yeah, so I had it written down. I just forgot I was going. So, I have lots of notes written down, sorry. So I got that covered. Um, I personally feel that this movie was an amalgamation of what DC wished they could have done in a Netflix series. Mm. No, this this movie is DC trying to make Guardians of the Galaxy when Guardians of the Galaxy had already been made. It is bad guys versus evil. Right. You know, Star-Lord probably killed a bunch of people, you know, throughout right. his career. Sure. Gamora obviously killed people. Rocket absolutely Rock, did. Rocket right. and Groot are bounty hunters. Drax has obviously killed people. They're not good. They're bad people, but they're doing what's right against something that is worse. That is what DC tried to do. But when you have two villains that no one's heard of and nobody cares about, it doesn't matter if you have Will Smith trying to be a charming killer for hire. I loved him as that character. I loved it. I'm sorry, but I'm a big Will Smith fan. Like They they cast people that I love in their roles. He gave up Independence Day for this, and we're just going to throw that out there. I mean... No one gave a fuck who did that. Might shot probably been a, <laughs> that might have been a good idea. 
Um, I mean, no one gave a fuck who Deadshot was, and now he's going to be at every Comic Con from here till oh, know, yeah. eternity. And that's fine, because aside from the big names, DC doesn't have a great B-list rogues no, gallery. No, they don't. You know, that's, the pro- that's what I think is their major flaw, is that... So, I mean, you saw already on the internet that they're going to be doing, like, a Harley Quinn movie with the Birds so of Prey. Like, for that. Okay. Like, so, I'm excited so, for Birds of Prey. Okay, so, I got it. Okay. I'd be happy with that. It's... But here's the thing, DC. Either rock your multiverse or don't. Establish that f- next or don't. Um, I really thought the unnecessary cameo of the Flash was just kind of stupid. Oh, because, God, and I hate uh, that Flash. Oh, I hate God. that Flash. I would much rather have seen Grant Gustin do with it. Is that the blonde guy? No, that's, that's but the, the guy from the TV, from the TV show. show. Yeah. The, the thing that I fucking hate, I hate the fact that they have the TV show going and they're using those characters. I well, mean, that's that's what I'm saying. Hate, is yeah. Establish this is a live. multiverse. This is where you live. And own it. Right. And this is, that's where Marvel does a good job. Yes. Yeah. And you know what? You don't always have to have people appear. Like, honestly, like, look at, I think Jessica Jones is a really good example. Yeah. All the shit is going on and she's just living on the side verse. She doesn't need yeah. to go meet Captain America and the only, Thor. The only, th- the only part they mention in Daredevil about any of the previous events is, hey, why is New York being rebuilt? Aliens came from the sky. Okay, the fact that they have they have Superman showing up on Supergirl and it's not Henry Cable, yeah, is a problem. And the fact <laughs> and the fact that they had Grant Gustin as the Flash guest star on Supergirl in an alternate universe, and now they're going to bring a full crossover with Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, and Supergirl, and it's going to be like the fuck! I did not know that. <laughs> oh, you didn't see the tweet. Yeah, Stephen Amell posted a tweet of he's lounging back and you can see his green arrow boots and you can see Supergirl's boots and Flash's boots and White Canary's boots. Ken literally just got an erection right now for those of you at home. Yeah, sure did. Why is Jared under the table? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think... Yeah, it's just... uh, DC is just such a mess right now and they just... They need to either unite or divide. Because they can do either one. Their strength is the fact that you can have the Batman animated TV show, and you can have Batman Beyond, and you can have the good Teen Titans, and they're, you can they're have hanging Justice out League. in this gray area of they don't right. know what they're doing. It's and like, you can pick, just, you, you got to pick left. Teen Titans Go is a right. spectacular show. Teen Titans Go is awful. Oh. The original Teen Titans is great. That creepy teeth What's episode wrong? is scary. He doesn't have children, so... Oh. The teeth Fine. episode is... I watch Comparison it. to all the, the other terrible children shows, Teen Titans goes... Fair enough. That and Steven Universe. I can't fucking stop watching Steven Universe. <laughs> so it's because it's... Oh an, my it's God! A, by the way, in case you didn't know, it's an anime. I know. So. Yeah. Well, again, yeah, the teeth episode of Teen Titans... That fucked up. That yes. that's fucked up. Like creepy out. But creepy out. Like Ren and Stimpy. So regular show. Okay, so I like so where you're going. So where I wanted to get back to was so let's say that you take this movie and you break up the characters and you give them not necessarily their own Netflix series. I'm not saying that. But if you were to I I personally felt that if you were to take the character development of each one of these characters and their characters independently, you could have had a good five or six episode run to develop these characters and then at some point tie them in kind of like they're doing with Netflix with Marvel trying to pull the, trying to make it the defenders right I, so 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 I look at the, I look at this movie more as a DC fucked up doing the defenders um, that's what I look at this movie I think 
Defenders is going to be Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Punisher is not going to be part of it. But I think if you think about the first part of this, I actually like the first part of this movie in the kind of campy, showing the like. I hated it when it went to when Enchantress went crazy. I was like, this is stupid as fuck. Right. That's like, when it, I lost it. It, it. And if they had stuck with it being campy and fun... All of their I fun parts it, in, the, in the jail were great, right? Right. Like, the beginning was great. If they stuck with that campy, I think that mo- the movie would have been fun and it would have been memorable. But it was, it was like, halfway through, they decided, they're like, wait, we've got to get emotional. And then it's like they let's brought have, in an emotional movie. The sniper with the heart of gold. The badass fire guy with the heart of gold. Right. The, the crazy two chick with the heart of gold. Yeah. Like, it, it should have yeah, stayed... No. These, Rocket if, if isn't it was a heart of gold. Right. No. If you don't want money. If you had these badass, the ruthless characters that yeah. don't do it because they they change their mind and believe in love and suddenly feel wonderful, mm-hmm. they do it because, you know, they just want to fucking stay alive because they're selfish. Because they are all selfish and characters. And you have a bomb in your neck. And you have a bomb in your neck. See, exactly. I thought... That would have been more exciting that's to why, watch. That's why I would have really loved if they had just stuck with the new 52 run of the Suicide Squad. Like... <laughs> How, can I get, I got, go, go, go. How, like how good would it have been if Deadshot shot Harley? It would have been great. And hit her and dropped her. Right. But she survived somehow. He like, does, like, he like, shoots her in the comic books. Like, right. So yeah. what I'm saying is, like, like, you didn't need to have that thing, oh, I missed, and, like, gives the knuckles. It's like, like, no, no, you're not shot, friends. You're not a family. And Deadshot would have shot her. Right, Diablo com- being like, "We're a family now." It's like y'all known each other for forty minutes. Yeah. So that brings us out of our pizza break, and the question I want to know is that after we've talked about everything, has anybody's opinion changed of this movie's rating? Like where you put it in your ranking? You know, um, I think everybody had really good points. I think all those points that everybody brought up were valid. I thought those were great critiques of the movie. Again, do I think it's a great movie? No. Is it a good movie? No. You gave it a 7 you gave out, it a of seven 10. out of 10. Yeah, like it's, almost it's a C 10. average. That's no, like you're too The 70% is a C That's average. That's a high B. You're, you're grading it a on like C the American grading scale. Right, average is, average is technically like good enough. 1 it's out of average. 10 is like... Wait, what? stop, stop. I started off the conversation about stars. You said stars were too. Some I said angry Jared Leto's. Who can? That's what I wanted one to vote for. I would have given this movie a two, and a one to four. So translated to one to ten, that's a, a five. five. No, it's a seven. No, that's what? a six. A three would have been a seven. Nah, that's a sixty. <laughs> Where the fuck did you go to you school? Rated Michigan, it, right? So you rated it out of ten. No, I went to school here. I'm the same goddamn college all you went to. I'm so, talking about where you learned grade If you school. would have rated it out of four Michigan. at He two, went to Plainfield School, I can vouch. He didn't learn nothing. Almost close to college. I took college math once. <laughs> can we all agree, though, that the scene where Jared Viola Davis just fucking shoots all them motherfuckers and is just like, they knew too much. Like, they're expendable. That was cool. I yeah. liked that. Which no, oh, fuck yeah. her. Why did she live? She had too much interaction with Suicide Squad. Oh, she had way too much interaction, but I did like her just like a gangster. Just Why was she in the Marvel movie? I don't know. Because Captain she was a different America. character. <laughs> different universe, Jared. Different universe. There's only okay. one black actress. Duh. It's Viola Davis or nothing. <laughs> and in the Marvel Oprah, universe. Oprah's, Oprah's busy doing her eighth time of the color purple, so she was In the Marvel universe, show. she's from Wakanda and her son dies. Oh my god. <laughs> 
I love it. So Here, she decides to form Suicide Squad <laughs> in right. America. Wait, so who wants she, a dink? I don't think she was from Wakanda. I think her son died in Sokovia. So oh, her son died in Sokovia. I think you're, I think you're reaching. <laughs> I think so you're who, wants, who wants to do a ding conversation about this topic? Duh. Any any last remarks? Uh, I'm not yeah. trying to move us on, but any Clo- last yeah, remarks? Cl- closing thoughts, Kenny. Uh, um, I leave my rating where it is, 5.5. Like, wasn't disappointed, wasn't thrilled. I I enjoyed it, but... You're wearing flip-flops. Your opinion is nothing. Steve? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and drop it down to a 3, because <laughs> fuck you, that's why. Um, I would probably choose to watch X-Men 3 over this movie if it was on TV. Oh, X-Men 3 is a great movie. I like it. <laughs> I know you do, because you don't have a taste in movies. That is a pretty valid supporting argument. <laughs> From Jared. Look, Think about that. How's it make you feel? Here's, here's, Inadequate? Here's the thing. No. Are you just mad because they didn't blow up a school? Yes. <laughs> no, I told you I did not approve. She really enjoyed that. No, she'd much rather see the black the embassy get bombed. Oh. No. She enjoyed all the black guys in the movie getting killed, though. <laughs> no, they were rock people! <laughs> I'm never talking about comic book movies with you people again! You twist my words. Stop being racist. I'm not. Racist. Wow. I've seen the Wiz like eight should, times. Should we? Should we add? Should I we got add, all the black friends. Should we add that to the something gate drinking game every time Summer is racist? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no. No, I think it should be more anytime Summer says something stupid, you get drunk a lot faster. We'd never fucking stop drinking ever. There'd be no podcast. All Whatever. You're friends with me, so game. what does that say? So I found so this really, really nice. Wait, Jared has something that he found. I found this uh, article on the book face because it came up in my news feed and I saved it for a conversation for something. So you didn't really find it. The internet presented it to you. Yes, and I accepted it as (laughs) tribute. So this is the most outrageous fan theories about sci-fi movies. Okay? So I wanted... Huh? I'm sorry? What? They did the porn thing last time. No. No, not that thing. That's also on this if we need more content, so don't worry. (laughs) This, This shouldn't take long. That's what your dad said to me last night. <laughs> Congratulations! He's got a big old dick. I know, I've seen it. <laughs> wow. Welcome to left field. Alright, so anyway, Stanley. We talked about it last week. So, number one is Stanley Izuatu the Watcher. Fuck that theory. Watson is a time-traveling, unhibbing, immortal, super, no, super no. being, a replicant. So do you think that Stanley is Watson the Watcher? No, I think you're taking way too literal his cameos. I'm really going to be sad when he dies, because that means there will be no more cameos. CGI, baby. They Most should replace adaptive. him with Deadpool. <laughs> okay, it's so, a perfect segue. So we're going to move right on to the next one. Number two, Owen is the kid Alan Grant talks to about Raptors. <laughs> that I thought was funny. I like that one. So, Alan, so oh, Owen yeah. is obviously... Um, Fat kid from uh, Jurassic Park. Yes. Right, which is also the fat kid from Parks and Rec, which is Star Lord. Um, Chris Pratt? That one. Yeah. He was so, chubby a little bit, but now he's darling. What if I can call him fat? I feel better about myself. So. so if you can get skinny, you can too. So do you think that Owen is the kid that Alan Grant talks to about raptors? I and think, now he talks to raptors. I think like, that's hilarious, but I, it's not true, but it's, it's funny. True, but it's I'd, I'd like it if it was. That'd be funny. Wouldn't that be, like, a lot, a lot of these ones that I read, I'm like, ah, that's, that's like, n- no, but that's like, kind of. If any of these were going to be true, this is the one that I would pick to be true. I, I read the stupidest oh, thing about Harry Potter, remind me to tell you later. This one, this one actually, to me, seems the most plausible of the entire series. Yeah, there's okay. no way to do no, 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 number three, the one coming up. 
is the one that's most plausible. Indiana Jones is unkillable. Oh, so, because he drank from the Holy Grail? Remember in the beginning of Kingdom of Crystal Skull when Jones survives a nuclear blast by hiding inside a refrigerator? If you do, you probably remember asking how. One runner is an idea. <clears throat> Drinking from the Holy Grail in Indiana Jones and Last Crusade years before imbued Indy with supernatural resilience. The series believed that drinking from the chalice didn't make Indy immortal, but it did give him some extra money. I thought he got stabbed on the bridge by his kid. But he didn't die. I'm pretty so. sure he died. He got run through by a lightsaber. Yeah. Hey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny joined us, by the way. Just, just right there. <laughs> so did everybody watch Inception? Yeah. Nope. Yes. Okay, so Cobb. His totem was his ring, not the top. So you see him at the end of the movie. What do you think about that? They, I read, I read an article from the director. Like they, they intentionally like left it that way to make you question, like, is it gonna fall or not? Like, is he still in the dream world? And like, fuck you. I really cared about Inception a month after. I give zero fucks now. (laughs) Fair enough. No, I just because Doctor Strange is gonna come. Mad Max is the feral kid from Road Warrior. I've, it's been forever since I did. Everybody see the new Mad Max? Yes, I've okay. seen that. Road so, Warrior. So, so that, much. so that Mad Max, you know, Tom Hardy's character is the feral kid from Road Warrior. I've never seen Road Warrior. You saw the original Mad Max movies, and you might remember the feral kid from the second film. This theory states that the kid grows up to be Mad Max in moniker, at least. The fact that the modern Mad Max has a very familiar-looking music box. And grunts and growls like the kid did add some credibility to this idea and also support by the fact that for the first time, Max Rock Rockatansky suddenly doesn't look like Mel Gibson. Sure. So that's just a also could be casting choices. Sure. <laughs> it also could be because no one wants to fucking look at Mel, Mel Gibson right. anymore. So and the Joker is a war vet suffering from PTSD. We're talking nope. about the Dark Knight Correct. Joker. I think it's possible. I don't really care. It's, it's unnecessary. Bullshit. I yeah, think it's a care. completely irrelevant yeah. Yeah, comment. So I like this one for topic of discussion. Marty McFly died in Back to the Future. Yeah, I like yes. this idea. I like that, that Doc just keeps coming back and saving Marty. Yeah. Yeah. I think that makes a movie that much more fun. Like After I read this, I'm like, huh. Wait, in which one? In part two. So in part two, when Marty is running from Biff and he's on the hoverboard going through the tunnel... And Doc Brown comes from above the tunnel where he can't see what's going on and drops the rope down to save him, so he pulls him up before he gets run over. There's a theory that Mar- that Doc has watched Marty die so many times that he finally gets the timing perfect to be able to save him. Theory suggests that Marty actually died a horrible death in Back to the Future Part Two. Specifically, Marty was run over by Biff while he was being chased on his hoverboard. So when Doc Brown swoops in with incredible timing to save Marty, that's actually Doc having gone back in time to save his teenage compatriot. The theory also suggests that Doc might do this frequently and that Marty might actually die several times over the course of the trilogy only to be saved by Doc traveling back before he shows untimely demises. I thought that was a fun... I think it makes sense because Doc Brown is not exactly like the most stable... (laughs) No, he's a horrible scientist. Right. So like he would have to go back. It'd be like if Kenny got the DeLorean. Right. It's perfect. (laughs) I I fucked that up when we go back five more minutes. (laughs) Yep. Change a whole bunch of shit. (laughs) So I believe... I actually believe this next one to be the case of the entire movie. Agent Smith is actually the one. No. 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 I do. You're dumb. I don't care enough. 
The one, the the whole premise of the series is that the one doesn't really matter. Like, mm-hmm. Agent Smith is a program that's gone rogue. Like, the well, one... Agent Smith is a virus, and Neo is the remainder of the equation that's created when the Matrix was written. That's why he's the one, and his being there offsets the equation, and Smith balances it out by becoming a virus. The end. He's a computer program. Number nine, Spock is a descendant of Sherlock Holmes. I like this one because in the movies they actually quote like so you have in the most recent Star Trek on his mother's side I'm guessing I think no on his uh, father's side I think no yeah no you're right yeah Yeah. mother is human (laughs) (laughs) it's a two for one that more or less comes down to this quote if you eliminate so the quote is if you eliminate the impossible whatever remains however improbable must be the truth. Spock says that while unraveling the conspiracy that propels Star Trek VI, the undiscovered country, and he attributes it to an ancestor of his. According to the, to the theory, the ancestor of Sherlock Holmes, who said almost the exact same thing, that would mean that Star Trek takes place in the same fictional universe as Sherlock Holmes, and Spock's human lineage includes the famed detective. What the or the family. writers just chose a good Sherlock Holmes quote, because Sir it. Arthur Conan Doyle was a good I writer. Mean, you, you have to think in the concept of the universe. Like, we get it's all written by somebody. Like Yeah, they, but, the, but the two, it's not like, if they've been written by the same company, maybe. And, like, like I, I, I just prefer to think of it as someone in Spock's family history was fond of Sherlock Holmes. And sure, quoted. right. But I, I, just, I just thought it was, like, it's kind of a cool thing to bring up. It's So, number ten. This brings us back to our nerd rage. Fox tanks Fantastic Four on purpose. Well, I can't see how that was that bad not They had to. Oh, yeah, they had to. They had to. Like, this theory takes nobody a made those by. choices intentionally. So this they pulled the ta- producers. You make more money with a flop than you do with a hit. <laughs> <laughs> so this theory takes a step out of the movie and into the real world. It suggests, I want to see that. It suggests that this? I'm going to. Yeah, I kind of do. I don't yeah. know why. War Dogs, yes. War Dogs Night? Uh, Miles Teller and then those two bitches in the white. War Dogs Night. Stripe. I want War those Dogs. pants. Let's do it. Okay. Okay, so this theory takes a step out of the movie into the real world. It suggests that Fox botched a Fantastic Four reboot film on purpose in order to ruin things for Marvel. Yeah, and Marvel killed the Fantastic Four to ruin things for Instead Fox. of allowing Marvel to pick up the, explore, the expiring franchise, the reasoning goes, Fox cut its own project off at the knees just to spite the competition. I don't believe that. It's a little more plausible when you consider the audacious feud between the two studios. If I don't. It, I figured they could have made a movie. They wouldn't have made a movie that big if they were. If it was, if it wasn't for all the questioning around the Deadpool, like making a success or not, then I'd believe that. Yeah. But the whole fact that like they moved so much forward with Deadpool is the fact that the Fantastic Four flopped. Right. So like, dramatically, I think they expected it to flop. I don't think they expected it to flop nearly as bad as it yeah. did. So, number 11, Jar Jar Binks is a Sith Lord. I love that. <laughs> what? Have you seen that theory, Summer? No. Oh, oh, this is great. Oh, my God. Okay, oh, God. by the way, and when I, you get time later, Google it, because once you, like, I thought it was the most ridiculous shit in the world. I was I, like, fuck I, I credit Seth Green and Robot Chicken with this theory, because that's yeah. the first time I ever saw it, yeah. is they have... Um, Emperor Palpatine is falling to his death in the middle of the new Death Star, and he, he's like, man, I gotta make amends, and he calls Jar Jar. He's like, I'm so sorry that I manipulated you into granting me emergency powers, and Jar Jar's like, okay, and he hangs up the phone, and he puts on a black robe, and he's like, ah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> This oh. one was huge before The Force Awakens, and has died down a bit since, but it's still a faint possibility. So there's this Reddit post that is insanely good. Because it talks about all the times, like, Jar Jar is sitting there, like, when they're playing dice and stuff, and, like, he just, like... 
you throughout the movies in the original, like not the original, in the in the prequel trilogy, right. where Jar Jar is sitting there doing something and he just kind of like nods or moves his hand and something happens, and Jar Jar wants to go to Naboo, so they go to Naboo. Jar Jar wants to do like it all plays into it, but I could say how it wouldn't work. Kind of like he has the force, but doesn't know he has the force. So, no, like he's Donald Trumping himself and pulling, making himself seem like a really big idiot so no one believes so, him. But then, Reddit post says if you want all the ins and outs, but basically everything Jar Jar does in the prequels is actually on purpose, and he's not just a bumbling idiot. Might sound absurd initially, war, right? but a lot of people have come up with a lot of evidence that suggests Jar Jar is actually proficient in the ways of the Force and has spent years as an agent of the Sith. What's his overall goal? Like to, to start the war because Sith. That's why he, right. he takes, he's he takes evil. down the, just he takes down, um, Congress so he can start so, the Empire. Number yeah. twelve, Skynet wants humanity to survive. I don't buy this one. No, at all. No, um, Skynet doesn't care. I... Although maybe they could be purging, you know, like doing like that kind of purge thing where you get rid of all of the bad people. Right. So here, here's the thing about Skynet. If you go back to the original Terminator, oh, yes. if you go back to the original Terminator, part of Michael Bean's uh, backstory as Kyle Reese is that he basically grew up in an internment camp, right, where the people were forced to make shit for the machines and eventually the Terminators, right. So, I think that Skynet would keep a percentage of the population alive in order to meet its needs, because no matter how proficient the machines were, they were probably copying themselves. Because if you look at those early designs, you know, they were tanks with guns on them, and they were the hover planes and stuff like that. It was only decades later that they created the Terminators. Mm -hmm. And I I can see that, but the whole... I think you're reading too much into it because James Cameron was like, I want to tell a time travel story. Machines are bad. Yep. <laughs> did anybody see Ex Machina? Uh, yes, no. I did. I read the plot on it. So, so <laughs> number 13 is... Well, I didn't care enough to see it. No, no. But I wanted it's just, to know what it was about. It, it, it reminds me of a Simpsons episode when uh, one of the one of Marge's sisters is dating Troy McClure. She's like, what are you working on? And he's like, well, I've been reading a lot of scripts lately. It's a lot cheaper than going to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> so the, this one is that Caleb is really a robot, too. Oh, that's a um, The creator's Caleb, right? I don't know. I oh, no, that movie. guy. Okay. Blade Runner. The other guy out of three people in that movie. What's this one? <laughs> I see Ghostbusters. Yeah, so this one is, number 14 is Ghostbusters died and the sequel takes place in hell. Dumb. So Ghostbusters 1, when they cross the streams, they all die. That's stupid. Not dumb. That's and absolutely retarded. So number two, the, 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 the basis behind it is that, based on Egon's explanation of what would occur if this, they did cross the streams... This one isn't too far-fetched. If it's true that then the celebration that followed the first film's climax was a fantasy, then the whole sequel is set in hell, which would explain why seemingly none of the supposed New Yorkers remember the events of the first film too clearly. But they establish very early in the second film that the Ghostbusters got their asses So number 15 is for Stephen Michael Barra. The Navi aren't from Pandora. I would actually agree with part of this theory. And if with James Cameron deciding that there are going to be four more sequels, I don't know where it could go if this wasn't true. 
Well, that um, mine too. I, I like the idea, but I also I also don't like the idea because the despite the fact that the Navi don't have multiple limbs like the other creatures on Pandora do, the the bioluminescence that their bodies have is fits too well into the ecosystem for them to be completely right. foreign. Right. We're talking about Avatar, uh-huh. yes. blue kitties, meow meow, pew pew. Yep. So <laughs> if. <laughs> if they're not, if they're not from Pandora, it's completely dances with Smurfs. By the way, if you ever see dances with wolves? That's that. I'm actually listening to your reasoning. Steve. Okay, so the fact that Pandora, despite the fact that Pandora is a giant landscape, Pandora is just a moon of that giant planet that's right next to it. So theoretically, they could be from that other uh, planet. And I've heard, you know, this was years and years and years ago when they first started talking about sequels to it that one of the sequel's plots would be the Navi starting to go planet hopping to take on um, that mining company sure. on other planets. And find Voltron. Sure. Yes! <laughs> Why would they have such a religious, like, connection like to the planet the then if, like, yeah. they're not initially from it? Because yeah. just because you're not initially from something doesn't mean that you don't love it. Converts are routine. Like America? Yeah. Duh, we're not from so here. Also, too, like, here. that those so trees, those trees hooking into their ponytails, like, all that stuff could be something that's in this ecosystem. Yeah, he's, they're planet. raping trees. Right. <laughs> but, like, that could be common on all their planets. Just like, if right. we, what do we I look for? We're like, looking for water. I mean, you will not do the conversation, about this, though. Uh, Harry Potter one, if she read it. But, before we move on. Because you were, you were away, and so I was going to do it, and now it's in my head. So, I read this, fan, I read this theory today. How'd that work out for you, Steve? About as well as it usually does. Okay. That... <laughs> Um, you never hear about Lily's parents. Yeah. Did you read this one? Wait, no, Lily's... Lily's parents. So you know James's are dead, and you know Lily's aren't around, but they don't ever... There's nothing in the books about what actually happens to her parents. You never... There's no... No, you just assume that they died of old age. You assume that, but... Because her and Petunia, like... You know, yeah. Well, Petunia says nothing. So, here's here's a fan fan theory. Um, Petunia stopped talking to her parents because of Lily. Right. Lily either told them to go the fuck into hiding, or she obliviated them. obliviated them and died before she could take their memories back. So, like what Hermione did to her parents? Right. And so her parents are literally just wandering around, not knowing she existed. Or she told them to go into hiding, which they, the fan theory suggested was more likely. Yeah. And that her parents were just waiting for her to show up again. They have no idea that she's dead <laughs> and they have a grandson. Because oh, Petunia doesn't know where to find them. And I was like, that That's, seems dumb. Yeah. Like, I guess it's plausible, but it's far more apt that they're old <laughs> and they can't be around. Right. I'm assuming Petunia probably didn't talk to her parents I'm because, that, like, I would say they would say they were definitely ostracized. But and this will be continued next time on the uh, second Summer's Eve. Whatever. Oh yeah, we can talk about the cursed child. I'm all about that. I haven't read it yet. <gasps> I'll lend it to you. Uh, I can. Okay. I have a Kindle. Oh. So, um, let's talk about 19 Sexy. weirdest fuck porn parodies that actually exist. Yay! Uh, Ooh, I wonder how many of these have seen. Back to Avatar. Oh, yeah, Avatar, sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Why are we talking about porn? I forgot what we Is there an Avatar there. porn? Yes. Oh, my God, I there bet there is. is. I bet they're like blue. Avatar. Rule number 42. If it exists, there's a porn of it. All right, so the question I want to ask you is would you watch this? And I know the answer to the question is yes <laughs> to all of these. Yeah, why not? However, I want to see if I've seen them. I've seen so, a lot of porn parodies. So, have you seen it? And uh, on a zero to ten, would you watch it? Okay. Is okay. this one out of ten penises? Like, 
Yeah, how how, on, on how horrific of, is this? On a scale of one to ten, so number one is Strokemon. Yeah. Wait, no, no, I've seen that one. No, the Pikachu is fucking <laughs> zero. No, I will not see that. That Pikachu is the stuff of nightmares. So to describe her for you fans out there, uh, it is a girl painted yellow with like brown weird spots all over her. <laughs> She's wearing like a yellow tube top. And has like a bold skull cap and like ears glued onto the side of her head. It looks like something out of the like fucking evilness of Hellraiser. Not so number today, two, not today, Satan. Yes. Number two, full holes. Is that full house? Yes. It is full house, everybody. Yes. Oh my god, they've got the chipmunk. <laughs> Mr. Woodchuck. <laughs> I would only oh watch god, it please. if the woodchuck fucks a girl. I was gonna say if there's not a threesome with the woodchuck. Um, if it involves Jody Sweeten and Cameron Sket- Candace Cameron Burr, I'm all about it. Can we talk about Jody Sweeten's tits, though? Oh my god! Huh. Uh, uh, can we talk about how much of Candace Cameron I still want to like be her? Fuck yeah! You guys know Even the names she's... of so many porn stars. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the stars <laughs> of the Number three, Simpsons Triple <laughs> X parody. No, no. Marge Simpson looks like a psychopath in this. She does, and yes. Fla- I don't want to see Flanders have sex ever. Uh, no, who does? Not me. <laughs> Goddamn. So Summer, Flanders. I know, is all over this one, especially considering the uh, talent that's in the in the picture. Harry Potter yes! and the Sorcerer's Balls. <laughs> yes. Oh my God! I am yes, ten big erect penises on that. I am horny just thinking about it. <laughs> Are those dildos in the place of wands? We had childhood ones, but now it's long and gone. And Guardian and- Leviosa, my dick. Uh, obviously, Star Wars Princess Lay triple X parody. <laughs> Ten. Star I would rather watch Zack and Mary. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I know. I wish Star they actually made the whole the they whole porno is just set to back. That that back. Thanks, guys. Uh, Bob's boners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm in. Yeah, I would totally that. watch this movie. Oh, oh my god, god, Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> only if they ga- only if they gagged her because I couldn't with not his take penis. Her. Sure. You couldn't Who hear her be like, Bobby, Bobby, like, no, Bobby. Did you, did you hear the podcast when I got back from New York? What, what they the said was, is Tina in this? Does she groan inside a moan? Yeah. <coughs> Not a... the Wizard of Oz, Triple X. <laughs> Not the Wizard of Oz. Oh, yeah. Something, there's something Terrible about Dorothy name. that's so hot. Bad name, but yes, I would say that. Oh. Green. Like a threesome with Alphaba, Glinda. I really, I really, I really want to watch this one. American Dad Triple X. <laughs> oh my god, that alien is like, like, No, what does it say, Summer, about the alien? <laughs> that Roger the alien costume. No, 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 no! <laughs> yeah. No, I couldn't because of Roger. Oh, Francine looks good, though. If I can fast forward through any Roger scenes. Steve? Oh no. This is my boomstick. Evil head. Yes! Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so no so, on the evil head? No. That's on fine, the okay. Head, no. Lord of the G strings, the female ship totally of the string. Yep. Yeah, okay. Hello. I'm on, right? I'm, I'm on board. board. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on board for this, Claire. Some very nice Are you tickets. on board for this one? Yeah. Oh, by the way, I'm going to throw out there that I. Do you remember the porn that I bought in college that was a videotape and, like, there were people that were blue painted? Like a VHS? Yeah. 
We still have a VHS of Debbie Does Dallas that I think we haven't we gotten to, to watch because it's on VHS. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm in a Robin Hood uh, VHS case. Sounds yes, legit. We gave it to you. You did. Who has a VHS VCR. player anymore? Yeah, Number Ken, 11. Ken is so mad because we had a VHS player and we went to watch it one time and we the VHS player broke and he's so mad that we have this copy of Debbie Does Dallas on VHS and he can't watch it. I'm pretty sure. 10 inch. One. Mutant Ninja Turtles, the triple X period. Oh, no. Uh, no. The, wait, are the turtles ten inches or they're dicks? It's the ones from the original fucking movie. I guarantee those are the costumes. It looks like it. Only if Vanilla Ice makes it. But yes to, yes to whatever I forgot. April's got going yeah, on? Yeah, yes to uh-huh. April. Yep, and I've seen this. I've seen this too. Scooby Doo, a triple X parody. I have not seen this. <laughs> oh my god, I have. It is very good. Oh, I need to watch that. It's definitely not bad. I mean, <clears throat> I can jump off to it, but you know. Props to Velma in this. Velma is. Fan- oh, Velma's on it. Velma is fantastic. And Shaggy knows how to throw it down mm-hmm. in this one. Okay, this one kind of freaks me out because I don't want the movie to begin with. What? A nightmare, nightmare before XXXmas. Uh, yeah, you know you would. I would watch it. <laughs> I would watch it. Like, wait, oh, I'd watch the, it. The I more important point, you don't like this movie? Yeah, you don't like Nightmare Before Christmas? No. Are you haven't actually seen it. <gasps> no, you haven't. I watch it every year for Halloween and Christmas. Duh. You're a liar. And you say I have bad choices. Family Guy, the triple X parody. <laughs> These are. This is terrible casting choices. Neither yeah. of these people look like any of the characters. <laughs> that just and, looks like a B version of King of Queens. And the, th- and the thing is that Lois should be attractive, and in this she does not look attractive. No. Like, the one thing is that she's supposed to be ridiculously more attractive than Peter. Wait, is there a scene in this where Lois and Brian get together? I'm sure there is. I hope not. I'm sure there is. <clears throat> Adventure Time. I'd watch it. The Triple X parody. <laughs> I'd watch it. Uh, only if you get Marceline and uh, what's bubble her gum. the bubblegum together. Yeah. I'd watch it for that lesbian scene. Her. Speaking of family. This one guy. is terrifying. Sponge knob square nuts. Nope, don't even turn uh, it around. No, no, no. Oh, no, God, so no. Oh, it looks like the clap. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, who's this girl? Is that supposed to be the squirrel? I think so. I think this would be Sandy. They're probably not showing her bush, but I'm sure. Edward Penis Hands? <laughs> yeah, I would. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would totally watch Edward nope. Penis Hands. Look I'm at it. Pass. <laughs> Look at it. That's great. They censor his hands. Oh, my God. <laughs> this one's also terrifying. E.T. Triple X. No. <laughs> oh, God. It's... Why is E.T. so large? <laughs> Well, no, like in stature, not. Much. I know he's like as he's tall inside. as the kid in the back. Because it's a guy, and I know do. Steve is all over this one. Jurassic porn. <laughs> did they fuck the Velociraptor? Oh, they did. <laughs> <laughs> Clever girl. Nope. <laughs> Hard pass. Hard pass. <laughs> Steve, why don't you take us out, buddy? Um, Wait, there's well, no, no more porn yeah, that was missing on that. Which one? Um, so there's, it's terrible, but the Twilight porn, um, it's pretty much just all the vampires having sex. I thought sex it was just Twilight. You get no Bella, no Jacob and Edward threesome. It's the only reason you'd watch that. It's terrible and boring, just like the real movie in Kristen Stewart's face. Um, and then the the best one, though, is the Batman parody. It is full The 60s of, Batman parody? It's full of terrible acting, beefy vaginas, <laughs> and at one point... What do you mean by beefy vaginas? Oh, I, ta- I taught her that phrase. It's fun that she uses it. <laughs> and it, like, literally, like, these beef curtains, like, are just... It's, it's 
a, you could like it, a pastrami sandwich. A beefy vagina is a vagina where there's, there's a lot dangling, a lot of extra material down there. It's it's terrible. And at one point, when Batgirl and Robin are having sex, they get the cape. Batgirl's cape gets stuck, and instead of editing or reshooting, they just show them getting unstuck. It's the best. Please go out and rent it. A lot of seventies bush beefy vagina. Terrible acting. It's like imagine great. a roast beef sandwich. <laughs> like an Arby's roast beef sandwich. No, there's there is actually legitimately a Game of Thrones porno, and Brazzers got sued for it for copyright infringement. <laughs> is it called Game of Bones? I it's probably close. If that's not exactly it. On that note, Steve, <laughs> why don't you take us out? But we're not done. Okay, what's next? Uh, we didn't Jared go just over... wants to finish early. <laughs> <laughs> well, he doesn't want to. It's just force of habit. No, what's up, man? Like, I, I'm all about talking about some more shit. We didn't do TWTW. We didn't what? do Adulting 101. Well, I know. It's been a giant-sized fucking white and nerdy episode. But that's all of our episodes. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Turning back to our roots. So what you do you want to do TWTW, man? <laughs> uh, how about fucking Adam Eaton hitting a grand slam while blowing a bubble? <laughs> Yeah, when it doesn't it matter for our team at all, unfortunately. I take the little victories where you can find them. How about uh, fucking, yeah, Team USA swimmers. Line fucking Ryan Lochte. Okay, so can we talk about Ryan Lochte for a sec? Because I want to, did, did Ryan Lochte dye his hair gray? No, it's the all the pool water. I don't believe it. Turning it green and then he then rinsing it out. It's just, it's just His hair's fucked up right now. No, because Michael Phelps has the best evil stare ever. By the way, <laughs> have you seen him with a hood up? Yeah, straight up game. I was that. watching that live. That was hilarious. But his hair's not fucked up. I think Ryan Lochte He's did, not did blonde, the whole. Did, no, but he did the whole. It's the blonde hair. He's no, blonde. No, he did the gray. He did the gray umbra, like style. Umbra. Um, no, umbra. Ryan Ryan Lochte and the three others that were with him. The gas station footage got leaked. Yeah. That they basically vandalized the gas station, and the gas station attendant caught them while they were running out to their back to their taxi. And because they were being disorderly or whatever, and it's, you know, Brazil, like, the security guard that was there, like, pulled a gun. I did pull a gun on him to make him sit down. Uh-huh. And then one of the other swimmers threw money at him. Uh-huh. The funny part of the story is not just that these dumbasses got caught on tape, but that Ryan Lockie made it home to the U.S. before they took his passport. The other three swimmers <laughs> are stuck in Brazil. Good fall! Where the fine, the fine in Brazil for is falsifying death. a police report is, like... Six months, I think, or a year in jail. Like, it's something ridiculous. It's Brazil. And they're pissed because, like, they had all this bad publicity from, like, you know, the security and the cops and people dying and, like... No, that's great. Ryan Lochte's like, and I'm done my swims. Deuces, I'm out. Yep. So he I'm might get... get the they're trying to extradite him. Back to him that won't happen. But he might lose his sports endorsements. Oh, for, no. Uh, that's how he makes most of his money. He's worth $6.2 million. All of those trophies he, he is worth next no. Wow. So, I'm just hey, saying. I'll pick him up. It'll be fine. Yeah, Nike, I think he has it with. Poom, no, uh, Speedo. Poom, yeah. I also want to talk about this fucking douchebag reporter who posed as homosexual on Grinder or something to out the athletes at Olympic Village. Who cares the fuck if they're gay? Exactly. This fucking douchebag reporter was like, <laughs> Ooh, ooh, ooh. The synchronized swimmers were the one synchronized swimmer kicked her friend out of her room the night before their competition. No, so that, was diving, that was diving partners. I thought no, synchronized it was, swimming. No, no, it was Brazilian okay. diving partners. Okay. 
Anyways, kicked her out to have a marathon sex session with like a USA or some canoeer, like an Olympic canoeer. Um, and then they did terribly. They got last place, like <laughs> laughingly bad last place. Um, and now they're been any they're... worse than the Philippine diving team. <laughs> Is that the backflop one? <laughs> two. They did two. <laughs> it was like nobody showed up that day. Like... <laughs> I know. I was like, I'm going to move to the Philippines to become an Olympic diver. <laughs> I would do just as well. I can do these. Uh, but yeah, so she, uh, they have since broken up uh, because she was stuck to wander uh, around Olympic Village with no room while her, uh, her teammate banged the whole night. Mad props to the uh, U.S. <laughs> no, to the U.S. track team where the women got gold, silver, and bronze. They swept that. That's awesome. And shot and, put. And I got to say, mad props to Usain Bolt for being a dominant force in athletics. That was so fast that he had time to turn and look at the camera and smile. I mean, I watch I watch that race live, and he he was losing the first half of that yep. race, and then he's like. All right, I got this. And then as he crossed the finish line, looks at the camera and smiles as he's crashing. I mean, cross line. I don't know if he was looking to look at the other like people running with him, but it looks like, like he's looking at the camera. He's like, well, to be to be fair, there is about eight thousand cameras. There. Right? Yeah, you can make and that you know, say whatever you want. To. You know, sorry, sorry to my brother and photographer who got. You know, his camera bag jacked and lost 40 grand worth of equipment in, like, bah, two bah, seconds. Yeah. I read this, um, today, this open letter that somebody wrote to, like, U.S. News, where it was, like, with the female gymnastic team celebrating their victory was the photo, and he's like, how dare they put this X-rated photo on, like, the cover of a sports magazine, and it's, like, them wearing their, like, one-piece suits, and, like, one girl's facing around, and you can see, like, butt cheeks. Oh, my and, like, God. Oh, dear, alert the town elders, butt cheeks! <laughs> <laughs> and, like, we that, can't watch the Suicide Squad movie, oh, gosh, no! No, that's, no! That's the sentiment of everybody. <laughs> my delicate constitution can't handle that. They had, like, a poll on the bottom, they had a poll on the bottom of this, like, saying, do you think this photo's X-rated? And, like, when I voted for it, like, there was, like, <laughs> you voted for 1,500 it? people saying no, and, like, Three. 200 people saying, like, yeah, this is X-rated. Like, Those are the same 200 people voting for Donald Trump. Everybody's comment is like, oh, this is, why do you think this is X-rated? Like, stop being such a pervert. Like, God, that is so dumb. And like, all of the, uh, you know, like, oh, the female Michael Phelps. You know, she has a fucking name. And she's an Olympic athlete. Right, did you see that, did you see that uh, news article where it goes, Michael Phelps wins silver! Whatever, what's her name? Um, Le- not Lexi. God damn it, what's her name? It's, um, let Whatever. Goes wins wins gold in back to back events. It is yeah. like in small type font below Michael Phelps winning silver. It goes is this sexist? And I went, yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. What about for the tennis player where they're like, oh, congratulations, you're the first American to win two gold medals, Olympic gold medals. He's like, uh, Serena had the other one. Yeah, yeah, Serena and Venus, Venus have, 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 quite have a few two more. a piece. <laughs> like he's like, uh, yeah, no, four each. And four uh, each. There was the one about like the the. The black athlete that won, and she's like, "Why is she the black athlete? Why isn't it she just like the first? <laughs> oh, Michelle Carter, the shot putter, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. And then, uh, you know, no one wants to give any uh, mention of the shooting teams from the U.S. <laughs> the first medal we win is in shooting. <laughs> <laughs> yep, air rifle, which shoots way faster than twenty-two, yeah. but still, still. <laughs> 
Hashtag America. That just means it went to the south instead of Chicago. Like, <laughs> did they? Did they? <laughs> Who knows? Was that the chair or someone's butt? I don't know. Probably a chair. Sure. Oh, sorry, my nose itches. I really, I know it's way off topic, and I really wish we could talk about it, but we're not gonna. <laughs> Maybe um, we're gonna. Not you brought it up, apparently. <laughs> okay, so I saw this thing online. Uh, Triumph the Insult comic, Doug. Uh huh. Um, he apparently has his own TV show now. He did a. Um, hmm. Again. Again. Yes. Um, he did a. Uh, I think it's more TV. <laughs> he made a focus group of Trump supporters. In a real focus group study, like, building, where he showed them fake Trump ads, like, promo ads, and, like, had people comment on it, and, like, the ads were, like, um, it's gonna take, one of them was, like, it's gonna take us a while to build a wall, so in the meantime, we'll build an electric fence. Like, how are we gonna get all the, the Mexicans to wear, like, the collars and stuff? We'll put giant gold bling on it, and that's how they're all gonna wear it. And, like, the people were, like... They thought that was a good idea. One of the people, like, commented, like, oh, they'll just get around it by, like, taking all the bling off and selling the bling. And, like... Oh, my God! It was, like, absolutely horrible. Like, these people, like, didn't get, like, right away that this was a joke making fun of Trump. They tried to, like, legitimize, like, well, this is a little wacky, but, like, it makes sense. <laughs> and it I was about, just like, oh my god, I can't watch anymore. How oh, about Billy West doing Trump quotes of Zap Brannigan? Oh okay, god, I talked right away. Claire thought that Zap Brannigan's name was Zach, Zach Brannigan nope. for the past twelve fucking years. <laughs> Zach Brannigan. on this recording so, we so we're be... at about an hour and 20 yeah so give it a oh and um, oh Jesus Christ Kenny. no with <laughs> with those Trump videos another one was like him claiming that nobody cares about politics no was him claim was a fake video him claiming that Hillary was actually a man and that Obama was actually a woman and asking to see the birth certificate again and like people were like they, they just totally went with it. It was ridiculous. You have to look it up if you ever get the chance. You know, like, there's actually a, it was on Jimmy Fallon when this whole debacle first started. It's called Trumped, and it's fucking Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick doing yes, the producers, but it's about best. Trump. It's literally the whole, and it's so great. It is spectacular. Xbox, search YouTube. 
No, it doesn't work like that. I, the thing's turned off. It will do what I fucking tell it to. <laughs> this is why Skynet will happen, because you're just yelling at the Xbox and doesn't know what it's doing. It's the Xbox number. knows who's boss. Until it kills you. <laughs> <laughs> then it will be the boss. Then I won't be around to care. It's going to, like, piss microchips in your grave. <laughs> it's obviously not going to bury me somewhere. Goddamn beep boops. Hey, we don't take that racist slander here, oh, Kenneth. Jesus, Kenny. <laughs> All right. Oh, it's a Transporter 5. Really? Again? No, this is the mechanic. Transporter. The Transporter 5. Transporter 5. <laughs> hey, the mechanic was a good movie. Transporter 4. <laughs> More Transporter. I'm sorry, I mean Crank 3. <laughs> yes, oh my god, yes, I want it so bad. Crank 2 is the worst movie in the history of movies. Oh, oh bullshit. No. You've clearly oh never god. seen Trolls 2. Or Blood Rain. <laughs> no, 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 no. I have seen Leprechaun 5, so. Oh, right. <laughs> is, that, in the hood? is that in space or in the hood 2? Because there's two in the hood. There are two in the hood. Crank still reminds me of one of the most awkward movies moment watching moments ever do you remember watching crank with my parents with his parents i don't know if you remember at one point during it he like bends her over yeah like a fire hydrant and fucks her in the middle of the thing and i'm like oh this is hashtag awkward oh no you want to talk about hashtag awkward try watching american Pie. Sam Adams. when it was when it was new oh, wait. watching american pie 2 with my dad uh rocky horror picture show with your parents <laughs> no i had it done I was 13. Yeah, I probably watched it at that point, too. It's an Osprey. My parents were very big into it. Uh, <laughs> we're not ending the show. Why are you drawing Batman logos all over your Why are you drawing poorly drawn Batman logos? <laughs> I'm not a good drawer! Is that like Diet Batman? Have your kids <laughs> no, watched... it's kind of derpy Batman, because that side's bigger than that side. <laughs> it is derpy Batman. Have your kids watched Deadpool yet? No. no. <laughs> what not that bad of a parent. We're parents. Kate, Kate, I love you, but Kate couldn't make it through Deadpool because it was too violent. Oh. <laughs> Did she really not make it? Yeah. Oh. She said she had to stop because it was too violent. I was oh. like, oh, Because before we saw Suicide Squad, she was talking about it. I was like, that's terrible. She's like, I tried because it's Ryan Reynolds. It was really funny, but I, I, I couldn't do it. And I was like, it's good that you stopped where you did. Who Where'd stopped? she stop? Uh, she stopped right after the montage where he starts putting his costume together. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> good plan. I love Deadpool. That's such a good movie. Let's not go nuts. She since we saw it in the theater, which I is a good movie. Deadpool was a perfect representation of a comic book. So, Steve. What? We're not done yet. Okay, what's next? We gotta talk about Adulting 101. What do you want to talk about in Adulting 101? I will talk about it. I don't know what we're gonna talk about, though. Not letting your parents... Not letting your fucking kids... That's <laughs> Deadpool. Obviously. Why Kenny shouldn't be a parent. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say earlier all, that you did that pisses me in the grocery Because of all the HIV. Store, you do? <laughs> I didn't do nothing in the grocery store. I feel like you did something. I don't know. You did something that pissed me off. You also didn't put the rain spout on until our basement flooded. Douche canoe. <laughs> Douche canoe. She done told you. Damn. Damn, what? Daniel. I'm using fingers to make air quotes right now when I say flooded. I think when for, our basement doesn't dry for four audience. days and you gotta get a shot back. 
It didn't dry for four days because we didn't have a shop vac and we left water soaked in the carpet there and put like a fan on it that wasn't even directly pointed at the carpet. It was and just the whole circulating air. air. Fucking shop vac. How is standing water gonna know. dry? It's uh, better now. It's not great, but it's better. Um, I we didn't. No one got. I didn't know. It's I didn't fine. think it was it's gonna flood. You get a house, you get a shop vac. No. I didn't know. Now we have a shop vac. I'm learning. I've only had the house for a month. I didn't say anything. I was gonna say you don't have a shut up. <laughs> you don't have a. Sh- why are you giving me shit? I have a perma-sealed basement. I'm fine. Yeah, I was going to oh. say, because this basement's oh. never flooded. Whereas there are two shop vacs in my room. <laughs> because. Are you kept in the basement? Yeah. I thought you lived upstairs. I like that. Are you kept in the basement? <laughs> sure. The fuck's that? I control. That would be. Sonar. That would be Jared's work phone. Oh. Even though we don't talk about work. Actually, we never established that. We just kind of followed along with the uh-huh. pattern, mm-hmm. which is funny. So we need to talk about what songs we're going to make them sing when they fucking lose this trivia that they're going to do against us. Oh, yeah. Is there going to be a trivia? Talk it's, about this. It's going to be, for for the 100th episode of You're Going to Get a Disease, Nick's bright idea is to have the shows face off against each other the same way that they have Luke versus Jonah. And it's going to be You're Going to Get a Disease versus Something Gate versus Um That Just Happened. Why do they think they're going to win? Why well, aren't you included? She I is. She's part, of, she's part of Something part Gate. Of something gate. Yeah, but why not that dialogue? Because you only happen once a month. We only... You're not a real show. Like your period. Yeah. It's not a real thing. Way to bridge the gap. Period. <laughs> it only happens once a month. What? Your show's not doesn't happen often enough to be a real thing. That's not That's true. true, but... <laughs> I'm just joking, by the way. <laughs> or it could be like Summer's show. That's never happened. Oh, oh that's okay. We oh. don't talk about it. Other people have shows hey, that never just happened. Like, you mean like, just like Sex, Sex We Rule? Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, Sex We Rule. That which, movie was which, awesome. Which was a great title. Did you hear me give you props on the last episode about that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I listened to our last episode. No, um, that just happened. I'm no, last, I haven't listened no. to that. Oh, my God. Steve, I gave you so many props. That's first. And last, I know. apparently. I anyway, so there's, gonna be a, so there's going to be a contest, and the losers of the contest have to do karaoke on their show, f- songs that the winners pick. Ooh. Even like, if we lose, we still win. <laughs> Bam! Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Ex- except me, because I don't like to sing. Exactly. I love to sing. Hey, I can't hey, sing well. Hey, Steve. I know. We're, run- we're like recorded in infamy singing... We are the champions. We are the champions. That was awesomeness. Exactly. It was. So I'm thinking for 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 Luke and for Luke and Nick, it's got to be the like most most man done me wrong chick song that we can find. Something by Shania Twain. Ooh, Stan- Carrie Underwood. No. Oh, stand by, yes. stand by Cal- your man. No, no, no. Oh. Papa don't preach. <laughs> Papa don't preach. No. Or something Taylor Swift. Just because that would be funny. Paradise by the Dashboard Lights. We made the Bicap sing that one time. Or something by Paris Hilton, or just just something awful. Something by the Pussycat Dolls. I love that. (laughs) Or the Spice Girls. Make them sing like... Don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me? Or if I was a rich girl? <laughs> no, that see, one's it can't. It can't be too campy because then they'll have fun with it. I don't want them to ruin. Don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me? In my brain, make them sing the banana song. <laughs> ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. <laughs> ring, 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 and ding. No, no, no. Banana phone. I make them sing. My heart will go on. <laughs> 
That would be true fucking Yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It all comes full circle. It is decided. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> and then what are we going to make Adam and Rodney sing? Ooh. Something that, completely racist. I'm thinking that... <laughs> no, that's too easy. They need to sing something... Putting on the Ritz? No. Putting on the Ritz no. is a great song. They'd appreciate that. Yeah. By dingling? No, we need to give them something like... Um, by, we need to make them sing like... Part, no, no, Adam would like that. Um, I was going to say Party in the USA, but that's really yeah, no, perfect. Yeah. He'd like that. No, he'd love that. Um, how about Wrecking Ball? Mm. <laughs> only if there's video associated with it because that song's only embarrassing if you're in your underwear and swinging on a wrecking ball like a wrecking ball that'd be good uh, so something to look forward to material folks. girl Bye. material girl Barbie girl Barbie girl um, Barbie yes see which is why once again even if we lose, we win. <laughs> Alright, so stay tuned to all the great shows on the Disease Network, including... You're going to get a disease, the flagship show. Uh, Badge Dialogues, <laughs> featuring me and now the summer. Yay! Once a month, if you're lucky. If Jared ever gets around to fucking editing. Edit your own goddamn show! <laughs> no, why do you think we have you? Welcome oh. to Carter. What? <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> I don't want anyone talking about it. Thank God Natalie and Mel never listen to the podcast. <laughs> so they'll never know and we just never mention it. It's just like backslash rerule. Yep. We don't talk about it. We don't talk about it. <laughs> but what about your retard cousin up in the corner? We don't talk about him. <laughs> Billy never happened. Just like when you can't tell if somebody's pregnant or not, you just don't talk about it. <laughs> you never. Until they're on the table, you don't even bring it up. Not then. Even Until then. they're holding the baby, then. you don't. Yeah. Not even then. Nope. nope. Never no. do. You never do. You're like, so how about them bears? <laughs> bears. <laughs> Yay, fantasy football. Time. And what else? What other shows? <laughs> um, that just happened. Uh, Dosh Drunks and, of course, us here at Something Gates, where we know that haters are going to hate. And traders are gonna trade. And easy is what pimping ain't. This has been something gate. Good night, everybody. All the something gate. Bye. Peace out, bitches. Oh, my